Welcome to our podcast, Convos by the Cup, where wellness is just a cup of inspiration away. We're your hosts, Wendy and Camille, and we're here to bring you a new topic of fun, excitement, and wellness to get you started on your way to healing. How are you today, Camille? Doing pretty good. Excited. This is our first um, tape or our first show, and so I'm just really excited can't wait to dive into the conversation and you know just kind of help people along the way okay well you want to give the people a little brief introduction of who you are sure so my name is Camille Kobe and I am a therapist a licensed therapist and I'm going to um, just share with you some takes or some you know some different takes from uh, a therapeutic standpoint so the different topics that we discuss, they're going to help you mind, body, spirit, and soul. And so, and we're going to throw a little bit of laughing in there and, you know, just kind of have a good time with it. So welcome, Wendy. Hello, I'm your co-host, Wendy, and I am a wellness advocate and entrepreneur. And this is an extension of a coffee shop that I started called Harmon Grounds Cafe. And the idea with Convos by the Cup came up surrounded around the topic of mental health. I have several layers, which we'll get into over the episodes of why our mental health is so important to us, but I wanted to make it engaging and fun so people can raise the awareness and move the stigma away from getting help and seeking professional help and not just sitting and talking to friends, which is why I asked Camille to join me because she brings a clinical perspective. And I'm just here to help you find hobbies, fun, and just different ways to kind of get out of your comfort zone. And I thought starting this new year, 2024, be a perfect way to kind of segue, just kind of get into it. So, so far, we kind of like 21, 22 days in. How's your year been? Girl, it's been up and down. <laughs> Let me just be real. <laughs> Listen, I could, you know, all day say, oh, everything's been good. But that would not be the truth to be just totally honest with you. You know, this is January. And, you know, talking about mental health, January for me is <clears throat> a very difficult month because my, I lost a son, as you know, a few years back. And this is his birthday month. But it's also my birthday month. And so just really maneuvering through that, through that grief, through that, um, the difficult moments, the ups, the downs, and all those things, and, and still really trying to balance life, you know? And so um, I'm making it, though. I'm okay. making it. So, yes. Yeah, so I, it's... It's always a challenge for me because I like to do 80 things at one time. So finding balance is always an issue. But one of the things I was scrolling on Facebook the other day and it says something like January is a trial month. You know, New Year start February 1st. I was like, yes, I got two more weeks to the New Year start. <laughs> yes. So that kind of helped me out a little bit because, right. you know, I have a mom first of all girls and even though oh, most yeah. of them are adults and there's just one at home that's a minor I still feel pulled in a million different directions and trying to assist and navigate and kind of manage my own life right. um so I kind of thought you know what if we kind of talk about you know we're always talking about new year's resolutions and you know we 
Got that same old weight loss story. Mm. I'm getting these 20 pounds off. Hello, somebody. (laughs) (laughs) So it's always that. And then the next thing is, you know, putting myself on the budget. I think the one in my household this year has been, oh, we're not eating out anymore. You know, we canceling DoorDash. You know, so you run to the grocery store and you realize, okay, this costs just as much as going out. So it really doesn't matter. So instead of focusing on, you know, finding a New Year's resolution, I thought it would be good to kind of start 2024. We're just trying to find some balance in life and see how do we get there. So... From your standpoint, what do you think about balancing life? Why is that important for us to achieve as moms and daughters and husbands and just everyday people? How do we find that? Great question, Wendy. Um, As I think about balance, you know, and like you, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, a grandmother, I'm a pastor, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm an employee, (laughs) <laughs> right we trying to get rid of that well maybe not <laughs> Listen, well somebody gotta do it somebody gotta you know somebody gotta answer that phone somebody gotta help that customer somebody has to do it you know so i don't mind for now but you're right i am trying to get away from that but you know wearing all these different hats um trying to balance keeping um my mind sane keeping good health Um, Keeping relationships good. You know, even when you talk about your spouse, whether you're a man or a woman, but when you talk about your spouse and having 50 other things to do, when do you find time to spend with your spouse? You know, and so that's one of the things that I had to learn to do. I literally had to put my husband on a calendar. Yeah, some people you have sometimes you have to do that. I know people that schedule like not only put it on a calendar but set reminders. Oh nice. <laughs> so they put the reminders like okay. take my wife on a date. Um and the person that does this, I'm talking to you. I'm not going to call you out. But <laughs> When this episode come out, I'm going to tell you that I was talking about you, Mm. but they put it on a calendar so they can have a reminder to kind of make time for their spouse. And so you don't lose that connection because it's easy to do to kind of get busy, you know, whether you all of your kids are grown or not. And especially if you were looking at millennials with like young kids between the ages of two and seven, you know, life gets busy, girl. So, you know, just really trying to find that balance. Um, I think for me. What works well is making sure that I keep God first, making sure that I am communicating, right, with my spouse, with my friends, with partners, with whomever, and then also um, making lists of things to do that helps me as well. So, you know, those are some of the things. Yeah, those are some of the things that I do. What about you? One of the top things I do is journal. I set a time to get up earlier than everyone else while the house is still sleeping. And I think um, one of the most important things about balancing is just finding the time and energy to do it. Just kind of saying, okay, this is the time. You can't say, okay, well, I have to be at work at 8, so I'm going to get up at 7. You have to intentionally get up an hour earlier than you're used to just starting out with increments of like 15 minutes and you'll get into the habit of your body adjusting to that earlier time. 
And I think most times, and especially for women, we neglect ourselves first. And so everyone gets our time and then we have these low energy levels. So one of the things with managing the time and starting your day out with prayer and meditation and kind of doing the things you like to do, it'll help preserve your energy throughout the day, setting schedules, reminders. And with journaling, I have severe ADHD. (laughs) So... The kids call me the bag lady because I always have a bag. But in there are my journals and my calendars and schedules. And it's probably an easier way to put it all in my phone, but I like to write it all out. And so my normal routine in the morning just consists simply of reading a Bible scripture, getting into a little meditation practice. And then that's really just about 15 or 20 minutes, whatever book I'm reading. And right now I'm reading Atomic Habits. And that's a really, really, really great book. Mm, I started reading that. You did start reading it? I did. Okay. So that book, you know, what I like most about that book is it helps kind of take like the little small little atom-sized changes and make you feel accomplished. So Mm -hmm. it'll help you develop your personal life. And not feel so overwhelmed into being pulled in so many directions. So that's one of the big things I like about that book. Um, I listened to it on Audible first, on the airplane. And then the second time, I ended up reading it and taking notes with it. So that's one of the things that I like to have on my nightstand is my Bible is there. And then I have like, I got about five books on there. But it's always one that I'm currently reading. And I don't say, oh, I got to finish this book this week. I may read just maybe a chapter a day, not even, not even, just literally like 15 minutes. And then after that, I started getting ready for work and going on about my day. Um, I'm really big on lists, not just journaling, but I always have a to-do list. Yeah. And I remember being a teenager in high school and my pastor reminded me, he said, you know, Wendy, what's, you know, what are you, what's so overwhelming as a teenager? You know, I'm like, well, I had these 10 things to do and I only got three done. And he said, well, this is what you do. You have the list. You do one through three. That's all you do. The next day, number four becomes number one. Right. And then you add to it. So you just take those small little things because you can't accomplish everything all at once. That's good. So right that's something that I've used as a lifelong skill to kind of help me not feel so overwhelmed mm-hmm. and not so stressed. And when we kind of limit our stress levels, it helps us kind of find a natural balance in yeah. doing things. And then, like you said, the timing, the schedule, writing those things out and setting reminders so you know, hey, I got to take time for myself. Hey, I got to take my husband out on the date. Right. Whatever you need to do, because life is busy. It gets really busy. Yeah. I wanted to make a comment about the book, Atomic Habits, because I was thinking, you know, as I was reading it, I just asked myself, okay, what stands out for you? So the one quote, the first quote that stood out for me was when um, the author, James Clear, said, This book was going to give us a step-by-step plan for building better habits, not just for days or weeks, but for a lifetime. And, And I think with balancing life, if we don't look at it, um, like one, oh, we're just going to do this temporarily. We're just going to do this, you know, one day or one week or whatever. If we look at it like, 
this is what we're going to do in the future. This is for our lifetime. Mm -hmm. Then I think that the balancing part will become a little bit easier because like you said, when you begin to make those lists, when you write, you make it a habit. And I know you said something um, and when I was reading uh, some of our notes, you said something about habits and how long does it take to form a habit? Well, the experts say it takes about 21 days to form a new habit. Mm -hmm. And I, through all the trainings I've been to over the years, and I'm always at somebody's convention trying to learn something, right. how to improve self and also with business ideas, it's 21 days. So yeah. if you can take one little thing, like I said, if you if you wake up at the last minute and you just want to add a meditation practice into your routine, try it for 21 days mm -hmm. and just give it that much time. So even if it's like, hey, I'm going to do this an extra five minutes. Right. And once you do that, It'll be like clockwork. It'll be a part of your normal day. Mm -hmm. And making those changes without beating yourself up about making, hey, I got to get up a whole hour earlier. But you got up right. 15 minutes earlier. That's right. better than nothing. Right. So I think those little things make a difference. And then we get so caught up in just work, 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 we forget to find the joy in life. And that's mm. self-care, finding hobbies that we love. I mean, I can just use myself as an example. I've been wanting to have piano lessons my whole life. Me too. I have Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I've never like stepped out and I probably told every person I've met that played the piano, hey, I want to learn how to play the piano. May have gotten a few numbers of people that really teach it, but to really make that huge change and do something that I've always wanted to do. Right. I haven't done that yet. So even though we're talking about balancing life, I don't come to you saying, Hey, I got it met. I got it set. I'm perfect at it. No, I'm learning right. how to do it too. So this is a chance for us to grow together and try to help other people by using some of the tools that we found helpful for our lives to improve for the better. For sure. So talking about playing the piano. So let me tell you what I did last year. I got on live. I found the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> and I've registered for um, like a little self-instruction uh, class where the, the man reads to you, but you kind of learn it on your own. Girl, I did all of that, set it up, play for one day, and put that thing back in the box, and they ain't opening it up no more. You haven't opened it up. <laughs> the grandkids don't even play uh, it. They don't even know it's there. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It, it, it definitely is. I did it as a child. I took piano lessons as a child. And as an adult, I said to myself, I wanted to take piano lessons. Well, I think, you know, I'm so much better with instructions being given to me. With being in an actual class, with, you know, having somebody there that is physically teaching me. Because if I have to do it on my own, it's just not going to happen. Well, I, mean, I tried the downloading the app. There's a, a an app that teaches you how to play <laughs> piano. And yes, so I, I went and sat at my piano and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get this. Girl, the piano was out of tune. It didn't even pick up. It told me I was playing everything but what they were telling me to play. Right. So I still haven't added that to the list. So what I would do is encourage people to like, hey, step out of your comfort zone, sign up for the class, learn yes. how to 
play an instrument, something you always wanted to do, get back on your skates, whatever it is that makes you happy. And that's, I mean, even childlike things because life is just so overwhelming and we get stressed and that'll help release some of that stress where it's not making life just so hectic because it's going to be hustle and bustle all the time. It's always going to be something to do. Oh, for sure. And so you don't feel like you're not getting caught up. You kind of take a pause and find something that's joyful in it. And that brings me kind of to the next thing because people get overwhelmed with work. So how do you do that balance between your professional and your personal life? So hold on. Let's put a kickstand there because I got to mention this. When you talk about joyful and, you know, doing some things that help you to feel good, that helps that that, that self-care piece, right? So, you know, I got a birthday trip coming up. Yes. So my birthday coming up, y'all. So, you know, if you want to send some birthday uh, cash <laughs> app, go right ahead and go to Convos by the Cup. I'll throw my cash app on there. Okay. <laughs> no, but for real, um, my birthday trip is coming up the end of this month. And I have, let me tell you what I got planned. Building a snowman contest. Building a snowman. Build it like, okay, so we're going to have two teams of people, right? You still coming, right? Yeah, she want me to come. Here we go. Listen, here we go. I'm talking to the audience Listen, now, here we go. Listen. She wants us to take a three-hour trip up north in the snow, not to Florida, y'all, <laughs> not to somewhere warm. She wants us to go somewhere colder than it's been in the metro Detroit area and have, you said build snowman? Yes. So, yeah, that that's what our plan is for January, to be up north not skiing, building snowmen. So we're going to build a snowman. We're going to blow bubbles. Like we're going to do all kind of little fun stuff. But that to me, that helps me stay balanced. Every now and then I have to do something. Like you said, I have to do something fun. I have to do something like go to the arcade and play on the video games. I'm going to ride the little motorcycle or do the race car or whatever. Because I need that. Like what you're asking, you're getting ready to ask about life and work and all those things. You got to take a break sometimes. Yeah, you do. You have to find that harmony because what happens when we overwork ourselves is we get burnt out. And then that's when the depression sets in, the anxiety sets in. And once that happens, it's kind of hard to pull yourself out of that. You know, you start declining invitations going out, stop getting out the bed. You know, it's like go to work, go home. And it's Uh, a common thing, especially with women. And so to try to help that again, back to just setting up your 2024 year just Uh. to be different. And again, referring back to the book. It goes back to reminding you that these very small changes can make your whole life just turn around. And one of the things it's like, I believe it says something like if you make a change, commit to making a change over the course of a year, you'll improve your life by like 30 something percent. I can't say 30 or 31 percent or something like that. But if you don't make any changes, you're not going to make any improvements. You'll be the exact same person. But in order for your life to get better and be able to find balance, you have to show up different. You can't keep doing the same things that you've been doing. Um, That's good. I'm kind of guilty of, you know, the same. I think that meme goes around Facebook quite a bit where it's like, oh, we got the clothes washed and in the dryer, but who folding them? 
you know, and you multiply that by six wash days, you know, you got a mess. So try to work on little things. How about if I make this small change, take these 15 minutes to fold up this one load of clothes and put them away over 21 days you'll see that that's now become a new habit and you don't have that pile up anymore. And that's kind of the same with every part of life. So what do you think about with your personal life? What are some things to help change there, like that you can find more joy? Because we got the work life just not overloading yourself to help reduce the stress, but what can we do in our personal lives to bring some balance? Um, I think in our personal life, I would definitely... um, use the list like you said i would use the list i would one two three four five six or one two three four or whatever so i'm gonna list everything that i need to do or that i need to get accomplished in my personal life right so so let's say i know i've been meaning to call aunt mary well aunt mary is 95 and you know she gonna cuss you out anyway but (laughs) Because you ain't called her. You haven't called her. Not not in about three months. So now here we go. So that's something that you may have to write down. So I do that. If I want to call somebody, I'll, I'll make an, either a note or I'll say it in my phone. I'll do something to remind myself. And then here's the key for me. I'm in my car, I'm in my car so much that I thank God for Siri. <laughs> <laughs> me and Siri is best friends. Hey, Siri, can you call Aunt Mary for me? So while I'm driving, I'll call Aunt Mary, have a conversation with her for five minutes or whatever. But I've got, I've checked off, I'm able to check off something on that list, right? So that's just one small thing that I've decided to do. At first, I wasn't calling nobody. Like you said, listen, I've been there before. Yes. Even as a therapist, I have fallen into a place of depression before, right? And when that happens, I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm not calling anybody. I don't want to see anybody. I'm not going to any parties. I don't want to go to the movies with you. I don't want to do none of that. And so I find myself writing things down. So when I write it down, it almost forces me to complete the task. Yes, it Even does. if I don't want to, even if I don't feel like it, it makes me do it. It makes you do it. And then you mentioned depression. And a lot of times when we get in that state, we, we just choose the wrong things to do mm-hmm. and the wrong oh, yeah. things to eat. So I know we said we're throwing that diet out the window and that New Year's resolution of losing 20 pounds. But in all seriousness, when you eat better, you feel better. Absolutely. You just feel so much better. It helps with the depression, the anxiety, the stress levels. And I'm kind of a lazy cook. I don't like cooking. So for me, the small changes may be making a smoothie, adding a salad, you know, yeah. doing little things like that. And once you make the healthier choices, it'll be easier to kind of curb some of the cravings. Because once you get the sugar out your diet, too much salt, when you introduce it back, your body doesn't even want it anymore. So it's just little things like that. And then I'm not going to go too deep into the healthy eating habits because I got to, I need to still lose my own 20 pounds, but I do know (laughs) um, making those small changes, you will feel different. And even if it's just, you still want that fried chicken, but we're not drinking enough water. 
you know, somebody, this whole Stanley Cup craze going around and that little meme that talk about if you need a 50-ounce cup to keep your water cold to Tuesday, you're not drinking enough water. <laughs> so it's kind of like, yes, more water intake. Your body is over 70% water. Drink more water. Yeah. Add that into your intake. So if that's the only change you can make, it's finishing that Stanley Cup in a day rather than waiting three days to finish it, mm -hmm. make that change and then start introducing the changes in food. And we can dive a little bit more into that in one of our upcoming episodes. Yeah, that's but that's good. one of the things you can take care of yourself. And it's something that's a small change. It don't cost anything extra. And I think that'll help us find more joy and more things to be happy about. And yeah. then when you are happier and you feel better, you get out that bed and get out the house. That's right. You know, go to the movies, take a walk, go see about Aunt Mary or somebody. Right. And just get out of the house and find something to do. And yeah. I think we get so complacent um, when our mental health is not at its best. We get overwhelmed. For I mean, sure. And so we just got to take those small steps. And then we also have to remember it's good to talk to a friend, to a family member, but seek professional help. You know, yes. it's, you know, call Camille, call, call your girl, call <laughs> yeah. your girl, call her and make an appointment with the professional yeah. because you just can't tell um, Kim and Latanya everything they they not gonna understand and then really they got their own problems they don't really care so seek mm, professional help good. and I think Taraji Henson she's a huge um, wellness advocate for mental health and reducing the stigma surrounding it and that's one of her go-to things is she loves to tell people hey therapy saved my life it yeah. helped change me and Big Sean he's a local Detroit artist artist so he also advocates for therapy and he uses um the meditation practices some of the ones that i talked about to help improve his life because he's also openly talked about some of his struggles so it's not you know we see celebrities and think that everything is easy but yeah. they have it just as hard as we do oh, and you sure. have to put up a fight and find a way to dig yourself out of it. And again, finding that balance of if you work a 40 hour work week, don't burn yourself out working 80 hours and then neglect everything at home and neglect yourself. Good. I love that. So I wanted to just add a couple of things because one of the things that I did was I asked a few people, Hey, how do you find balance in life? And I just want to read a couple of the answers because what this will do, I think, is give people an opportunity to see that everybody struggles with something. Yes. And especially with trying to balance work and home and spirituality and relationships and all these other things, um, just to hear somebody else's perspective and how they uh, handle, handle balance. So let me see. I asked a couple of people. So one lady named Debbie, uh, she said a simple answer. She said, well, I pray more. I, I began to pray more this year and um, I trust and believe in God's perfect will. So that's one of the things that she relies on, her spirituality, to help her balance everything else. Okay. And then another lady named Tashia, she said, well, originally she found it difficult to balance work and home. She took on a new business and she was having some struggles with it because her um, she needs everything to go in order. 
Okay. Everything has to be, you know, everything has a place, everything has a time. And so she found it a little bit difficult trying to find that balance. But she began to um, just kind of sit still. Uh, she said, she also said she uh, is a believer. So she said that she seeks God as well. And um, she said once she uh, just kind of began to take it slow and put things in perspective, mm -hmm. then she was able to balance life out. That's, a, that's pretty good. So, and then I haven't had a chance to really personally ask people, but I do know I'm on TikTok enough to know that if you just <laughs> hashtag self-care, they will give you an array of things to yeah. do to get yourself together. And one of the things that I noticed, um, one of my daughters, she's an avid exerciser. She just works out two, three times a day. And then I'm talking to her, I'm like... She said, I'm at the gym. I said, you just went yesterday. She said, Ma, you got to go every day. So, and I, I, I'm Ooh, like, child. okay. Uh -uh. So, what I do know is, because <laughs> I'm watching her and everybody else that exercises on Instagram right now. I did call Lifetime back to see if I get my membership, but okay, girl. I ain't joined yet. I'm you just sitting ahead. there like, okay. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you guys, if you know about Lifetime, it's beautiful. It's oh, worth going to. But that price tag, I don't know if I'm going to go that much. <laughs> I might well, just be going in there to sit. Listen, <laughs> some jobs, if you are an employee, some jobs, if you contact the um, health, oh, your health right, the care HSA. or the, yes, you can you, use your HSA you can card. Use, you can use your, but also they'll, some of them give you a discount on fitness facilities. Yes. And then she showed us a picture um, today, and she said, Mom, look at this picture from a year ago. And when you talk about, I, I didn't notice the difference just because I see her. Right. But that, it was a huge change. It was like, gosh, I didn't even know. And yeah. I can't even say it was a significant amount of weight loss in pounds, but you, but you definitely see the saw body her, the body definition. I saw some of her pictures. Yeah. The, so, yes. The, she was pretty fit mm -hmm. and she just looked good. So, I mean, it, it made me think about working out. It just ain't got me off the couch yet. So I guess since we here <laughs> by the next episode audience, I will have to tell you that I do have a new exercise routine. Okay, I just be, it might just be starting with taking the dogs out, but that'll be it. And then I also want to say what we're talking about, Whitney, is our makeup. Today. Oh, yeah. So Honey. I do want to say this episode is sponsored by Whipped by Wit Makeup Artistry. Contact her. She's on 12 Mile in Southfield, Michigan. Whippedbywit.com. Book with her. Her February books are open. Follow her on Instagram, Whipped by Wit. She's amazing. Yeah, I think I look beautiful. You gorgeous girl. <laughs> Fire. Fire. I put my glasses back on though, because y'all know I can't Fire. see. Fire. Okay. So yeah, and she's fast. Yeah, we I did was, finish pretty I was fast. In and out. Yeah, we finished pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that. So can we do a little um a little exper experiment? Oh sure. What do we do? Okay, good. Okay, so here we go, audience. <laughs> Listen. Okay, so I actually attend a workout. I'm part of a workout group. Okay. And so my, um, our leader or whatever you call her, you know, trainer or whatever, she had us do this experiment. So I'm going to try it and then I'm going to ask you to try it. Okay. Talking about balance. <laughs> it's so funny. So, so she had us do this. You just stand on one foot, right? But then 
you add something to it. You close your eyes. So you see, I can stand like this, right? But when I close my eyes, I'm more, I'm, I'm more wobbly, oh, wow. right? And so when you think about balance, you need to do it with your eyes open, honey. I guess you You do. begin to close your eyes and it's going to be a problem. Next thing you know, your life is tipsy turvy. Yeah, so you have to, we definitely have to focus on so, finding balance. Let me see, you try it. So you want me to try it. Let's I want see. You to try it. Let's see if I can focus here. Let's see. Okay. You got you got to turn towards your camera, your audience. Oh, they want to see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, okay, you got to stand on one foot first. Yeah. There you go. Now do it with your eyes closed. Oh, wow. I can't even do it. Let's see. Let's start with the right foot. Okay. Stand on one foot. Now do it with your eyes oh, closed. yeah. I can't do that. See? Yeah. You close Listen, your eyes and I feel like I'm going to fall over. You feel like you're going to fall over. <laughs> but think about life. Think about all the things that we, all the, the different hands that were dealt. You know, you've experienced some loss. You, you know, even has some, some family things going on. You are a wife, a mother, an entrepreneur, and here you are walking with your head held high. And if people look at you, they would never know what you've gone through. That's true. And yeah. I would have to say that that's because you do it with your eyes wide open. You're constantly in the book. You're constantly in your words. You're constantly reading different articles. You're always in enhancing yourself. Eyes wide open. And so I, as your friend, right? So Wendy and I have been friends since we were kids, right? We met at church through my cousin. Okay. Through my cousin. And she, she's, listen, she's been the same since I've known her. I have to say to you that I commend you. Oh, thank you. I, I mean, I my my hat goes off to you. I look at you, I watch you, I listen to you, and I'm like, how does she do this? <laughs> how how does she do this? All the different things that you encounter and the things that you do, you do it well. Well, thank you. I didn't expect that. I do have to say that it's it's not easy. None yeah. of it is easy. Um, and it hasn't produced the millions I've been working towards all these years. I have to say, speaking of uh, your cousin, Raquel, she mentions all the time that um, her sister always says, I remember Wendy said she just was going to be a millionaire. And it's like, <laughs> we're still working on it, girl. Yes. <laughs> and, um you remind me when you were in California living that we set out then, and this was over 15 years ago. For sure. You said, we're going to do a business together. And so when this opportunity came up, I delayed the initial idea. This is a two-year-old plan of mm -hmm. I'm doing a podcast. I told everybody I was doing a podcast. And I had fear. So I thank you for being the presence, for helping ground me and get me started and being the professional voice to help me advocate, to help people get towards healing. Oh, thank you, girl. <laughs> well, I think together, or I know together that we are a powerhouse team. We are. You've been practicing, preaching, teaching wellness for years. 
And so, you know, I think God just put us on this path where here we are now we can come together and we can help everybody else achieve that perfect balance. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be in perfect Perfect balance. That's okay, though. But it will be just fine. It'll be the little small atom size changes that they yes. can use to make a difference in their lives. So I think we're off to a good start. Um, Sounds good. Just wanted to kind of give you all an intro with balancing life, but it's going to be fun. We're going to make you laugh. We're going to make you cry, but we're going to be here a few times and get these episodes out to you to help make your life better. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the other thing I want to say is there will be an opportunity for sponsorship. Listen, I'm telling you, this thing is going worldwide. So you better get in on the ground floor. Oh, and we're at groundbreaking studios, right? So let's just, you know, look, Okay, we're at this fabulous studio where you walk in and they make you feel like a queen or a king of your man. You know, I'm sure it'll you know be the same. But, you know, I, I'm just very, very grateful. So if you want to have an opportunity to um, to get in there, we are definitely open for sponsorships. And you'll see more of, about that on our website, on our um, social media sites. And um, we'll just we'll keep you updated. Yes, we will. And our social media, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Convos by the Cup. Our website is in process, so follow us there and also check us out on a regular basis for updates. And that's convosbythecup.com. And we look forward to hearing from you. So if you have any questions, any topics, feel free to email us at chat at convosbythecup.com. Again, that's let's chat at convosbythecup.com. And we're glad we were able to fill your cup today with a little conversation about helping balance your life. And we look forward to refilling you up on the next episode. Thanks for watching. Bye.